Well, if we're playing that, then you know what's coming up. We are talking to Vaughn Palmer of the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey, good morning, Simeon. Can I request in the Navy uh, next oh, time just for a change on the Village song. People file? Because I love the Village People. But, you know, <laughs> in the Navy, they did have more than one hit, even if it was almost exactly the same song. If you want it, we will play it. <laughs> yeah, there's also Thank God It's Friday. Maybe we should try that one, too, sometime. Because I know you love disco. I know you oh, love absolutely. disco. So we'll yeah, try bring that. back the tramps, I say. <laughs> so let's talk about vaccinations here because it's a big day for us in BC where we're going to get the plan, right? Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it is a big day, and you know uh, there's so much news on the on the vaccination file all the time. I'm looking at a piece this morning. It's going to be interesting to see what they say about this. So the the Globe and Mail this morning has a piece out of the UK saying that British researchers now think that with all of these new and more communicable strains of COVID nineteen that the vaunted herd immunity where there's enough people vaccinated so that we're all it doesn't spread anymore they now think that's going to be over 80 percent so we've been you know working last spring it was like 60 70 percent um if it's over 80 percent and as i said that's coming out of the country with one of the most alarming spreads um we're going to need to vaccinate an awful lot more people than we thought and it's going to mean as another issue if bc accepts that figure mm-hmm. it's going to mean um we're going to have to deal with people that won't get vaccinated we we've heard in the past it's been said well you know it won't be a big problem if some people refuse to be vaccinated or they don't get vaccinated because if the if covid 19 will die out in a population of say 65 70 percent of us vaccinated then the people who aren't vaccinated is not a big deal. But if it's going over 80%, nobody knows for sure. If it's going to be over 80%, this vaccination schedule is going to matter a great deal. Yeah. And it won't be, we're all wondering when we go, right? When we go first. But the real problem is when do we hit that number at the end where everyone's safe? It now sounds like uh, that could be much higher than we thought. Hmm, interesting. Okay, let's talk about some of the other measures here, too, that we take. Uh, uh, Premier Horgan finally admitting yesterday that, oh, yeah, we can't actually do this interprovincial travel ban. Yeah, there were a couple of things that jumped out on that statement. So the first one is that it came out at 5.30, as you know, being experienced in our business, when the government puts something out that late in the day, they want it reported straight, and they don't want to face a whole bunch of questions. So the obvious one there is why it took a year to get the answer, because I've been hearing from people since last February, why are we letting so many people in from Alberta and Ontario and Quebec and all that? And, you know, we assumed the answer was we can't stop it. The government now has a legal opinion that says uh, we can't stop it. We might be able to restrict people who are at risk, but we can't stop it. Another thing, though, in that press release from the Premier's office, down near the end, he says that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is looking at new restrictions on international travel. So earlier this week, the Premier of Quebec, uh, Legault, said he wants a ban on travel to the U.S., during spring break, 
you will remember mm-hmm. that last year, the reason Quebec got in so much trouble last year was huge numbers of Quebecers went south for spring break. Yeah. You know, before it was clear how bad the pandemic was. And they brought it back to Quebec, and Quebec had a terrible spring because of it. And it's often been said, Simi, that, that BC had a pretty good spring because Quebec's spring break for schools was two weeks earlier than ours. Mm-hmm. And we um, dealt with the issue in the schools sooner than they did. So we were actually lucky that they went first. So I wonder if that reference by the Premier yesterday isn't that we may be in for uh, those international restrictions, tougher ones, around spring break. Now, spring break in B.C. schools, the calendar posted by the Vancouver School Board, starts the 15th of March and runs to the 29th. So still have time to get ready for that. If that's what the Premier's getting at, then that is news and uh, probably a good thing. Uh, Let's also talk about long-term care as well, because this story that surfaced yesterday, that they've actually done an outside review of the pandemic impact on long-term care, but they don't seem to want to talk about it. You know, this government has repeatedly told us that they are just so open and transparent on this file, (laughs) and there's nobody like them on the issue. So my colleague, Gord Hoekstra, reporting in the Vancouver Sun today that they quietly last year commissioned a... an outside firm, Ernst & Young, to look at the impact of the pandemic in long-term care. They got the report back. They didn't tell any of us what's in it. They Hoekstra phoned the government this week and tried to get a bunch of answers about the report. They're still not saying what's in it. Um, You know, they said, oh, well, you know, it's just a minor report. It's not a big deal, right? Well, why not release it then? Why not even admit that you have it? So um, it'd be very interesting to know what's in that report. It would be very interesting to know the, the survey was done before the second wave, right? So we know now that the second wave went quite badly mm-hmm. for long-term care, and the government claimed it had solved the problems in long-term care with all the extra money and staffing and single-site working rules. They claimed all that back in the spring. You sort of wonder if this report from Ernst & Young said, hmm, there's still a lot of work to be done here. You wonder if they said anything about rapid testing, which the seniors advocate has been calling for, as you know, for weeks. Yeah. And it seems like everybody is calling for this, right? Yeah. I mean, the Care Providers Association is calling for this. You've got everybody saying, can we at least try this? Yeah. And the government, for it boggles my mind, Vaughn, but they continue to resist. Yeah, no, I, you know, I think, um, as I said, this government has been very, very good about uh, when it suits them, about boasting about the results and how much better they've done than everywhere else. And, and you know, British Colum- thanking British Columbians for their efforts and everything. But it, it, I think we're into an, a, a period where we, we do want to be asking more, how come things went so badly in the second wave? Um, why has long-term care not been fixed in spite of the, this is the government's number, hundreds of millions of dollars they've spent to fix that problem. And what does it say in that report that they commissioned and didn't tell us about and still haven't released, although I gather they're now saying, Simi, uh, maybe we'll get it next week. Oh, lucky us then, if that were to actually happen. It's got nothing to do with the fact that we found out about it, that they're (laughs) going to give it to us. It's just 
Well, that was always the plan, I'm sure. <laughs> right. That was always the plan. We'll see about that. Uh, one question as well yeah. that I've gotten, and maybe you can help me answer this, is people say, well, wait a minute, if, if we don't have the ability to close our borders, why does the Atlantic bubble work? How are they allowed to do that? So um, the government in its wisdom hasn't shared its legal opinions with us. But from what was in the statement uh, from the premier last evening, I think the distinction is that you can bring in some restrictions, but an outright ban doesn't work. So, for example, they said... They didn't say this explicitly, but they suggested that quarantine rules would be acceptable if there is a proven risk. So we might be able to, uh, spring break would be a good example, right. they didn't say that. So I think that's going to be the answer, but okay. as I said, when they put the statement out at 5.30 in the afternoon <laughs> and aren't returning calls, yes. one can only guess. What Ain't the legal the wizard's answer was on the Atlantic bubble. That is so true. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.